This is the One Verse Podcast, where we liberate scripture from religion, one verse at a time. Welcome to the One Verse Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jeremy Myers. This podcast episode might be a little shorter than usual. We're looking at 1 Corinthians 16.22, where Paul says, If anyone does not love the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. Challenging verse with a simple explanation. Shouldn't take too long to explain. The uh, podcast episode content comes from my online course, the Gospel Dictionary. We look at 52 keywords of the Gospel. One of them is the word accursed. And uh, in this course, I look at these 52 words. I define the word, and then I look at several passages that contain that word. So um, it's a great Bible study. If you have a Bible study group you're participating in, I mean, there's 52 lessons. At least there will be when it's done. It's not done yet. And uh, you can study one per week or even personal Bible study, if that's of interest to you. So to take the course, you need to become a member of the Redeeming God Discipleship Group, which you can do by going to redeeminggod.com join. All right, you get free eBooks, access to all of my online courses. You also get an invitation to join the secret discipleship group, where people have great conversations about life and scripture and theology every single day. And uh, we're trying to do some monthly video chats, other things like that. So anyway, if that sounds interesting to you, just go to redeeminggod.com slash join and sign up today. Can't wait to see you there. All right, so uh, in 1 Corinthians 16, 22, does Paul basically give us permission to pronounce a curse on anybody who doesn't love Jesus? <laughs> you know, uh, he says, if any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. <laughs> Maranatha. Well, what exactly is Paul saying there? It sounds like a rather harsh statement initially. It sounds like he is pronouncing a death wish or even a curse to eternal hell on those who are not Christians, on those who do not love Jesus. Um, but, the, you know, this seems completely out of character for Paul. Uh, and yet, uh, probably, Paul used what's called an amanuensis in, in writing his letters. That is sort of a scribe. He probably dictated them and then somebody else wrote them down. But he usually tried to end his letters with, uh, you know, something that he, he himself wrote, something with his own pen in his own hand. And so likely these might be um, these, these closing words uh, in 1 Corinthians 16, 21 and 22 are the words that Paul himself wrote <laughs> with his own hand. And so here we have some words words directly from Paul without going through his scribe for this. So what is Paul saying? Well, the final word in this statement sort of helps sort out what Paul is actually saying. In English, it gets translated, O Lord, come. But the Greek word is actually Aramaic, but uh, the word written there is Maranatha. And it does, O Lord, come, you know, come Lord Jesus, come Lord. Uh, that's a fine translation. But that sort of helps us understand what Paul actually is saying in, in this closing statement of, of the letter. So the final two words, the final word is Maranatha, but when we read that with the, the, the word right before it, so the final two words, it sounds like this. 
Anathema Maranatha. All right? Do you hear it? How similar those two words are. Uh, they both have this repeated sound, Anatha, right? Anathema Maranatha. All right? And so um, th there's this repeated Anatha word, and then one word ends with the ma. The next word begins with a ma sound. Okay, what we have here in 1 Corinthians 16, 22 is a play on words. Paul, of all the writers of the New Testament, loves wordplay. Okay, he loves to make theological points with, with wordplay. Uh, Philemon, for example, full of plays on words. Um, Philemon, of course, Paul is writing this letter to Philemon about this slave, runaway slave, Onesimus. And Paul, throughout the letter, plays on these two words, useless and useful, all the way throughout. Uh, and this is partly because the word Onesimus, the name Onesimus means useful. It was probably his slave name or something like that. Um, it means useful. He was a very useful slave to Philemon. So anyway, all the way throughout, Paul uses this play on words about useless and useful. And in Greek, the word useless is akreston, and the word useful is eukreston. Okay, one starts with an A, one's with an E-U. Akreston, eukreston. Okay, and of course, uh, ultimately, Paul and Philemon are both useful to Christ, which in Greek is Christos. Okay, so we have these, these, this, this threefold play on words all the way throughout the book based on the meaning of Onesimus, useful, and it's akreston, eukreston, and relation to Christos. You see this play on words that Paul is making, theological, practical point. Anyway, the same thing is happening here in 1 Corinthians 16, 20, do something similar. Paul is making a play on words on anathema and maranatha. All right. And uh, it fits right in line with what Paul has talked about all the way through 1 Corinthians and what was going on in the Corinthian church, all right? Basically, Paul's point at the end of the letter is this. You can either look for the Lord's coming eagerly, Maranatha, you know, and in so doing, reveal your love for Jesus Christ, or you can believe that Jesus was anathema, as some people in Corinth were saying, uh, listen to the previous podcast episode where some were saying that, 1 Corinthians 12, 3. Okay. And if you say that, then you, you basically saying you want nothing to do with Jesus Christ, in which case you are anathema yourselves. Right, so those, those are the choices. And, and Paul, at the very closing statement here, he sort of lays them out. It's, it's a he does it masterfully. He does it ironically and playfully using puns. All right. At the, at, at the end of his letter to the Corinthian church. You either eagerly look for the Lord Jesus, Jesus coming, or you don't. Maranatha or anathema. Those are your choices. Anathema doesn't mean curse to hell, by the way. Paul is not saying, if you don't look for the Lord's coming, well, you're headed for hell. <laughs> That's not what he's saying at all. Okay, uh, anathema. Look, I, I, I define it in the Gospel Dictionary online course. It's basically, um, you know, having your life uh, prematurely ended. Yeah, it probably often refers to physical death, but it's not about spending eternity in hell or anything like that. Uh, it does mean to be separated from the life, uh, purpose, significance uh, that we might have within the church. All right, uh, life in Christ, as Paul might talk elsewhere. But again, it's not about eternal life, eternal death sort of a concept. It's about who you want to be aligned with, who you want to be related to. The church, as the body of Christ in this world, 
or separated from that because you think the body of Christ in this physical world is evil and bad. And if you got questions about that, you can go listen to the previous podcast episode. So that's all Paul is doing here at the end of his letter to the Corinthian church. He's just saying, look, make your choice. (laughs) Do you look for the Lord's coming or do you not? Anathema or Maranatha? Make your pick. It's a play on words. It's a pun. That's what Paul is doing here. There's no permission here for you and I to go around cursing people because they don't love Jesus. All right. This is an invitation for each of us to not only love Jesus, but look excitedly and expectedly for his return. Don't be anathema. Be Maranatha. Okay? Look, if you want uh, to learn more about this and similar words, join my online discipleship group, redeeminggod.com slash join. You get access to all of the online courses and especially this online Facebook group. People are really enjoying that as they have daily uh, conversations about life, scripture, theology, following Jesus, a whole bunch of other topics as well. And then you get some of my free eBooks, free audiobooks, all sorts of things. It's going to be really helpful for you in your journey of following Jesus and seeking to understand scripture and live this life. I can't wait to see you there. And the other members of the group are excitedly waiting to welcome you to the group as well. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. We're going to look at another passages, probably the last one on this concept of anathema. We'll be looking at Galatians. Let's see. What was the verse? Galatians 1, 8 and 9, where again, it seems that Paul gives us permission to curse others. I think you're seeing the theme now. He doesn't. We just need to properly understand the verse. Paul didn't curse others and neither can we. All right. Join me then. Bye.